Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Yo, what is popping? Bro, I am excited about Charlotte, North Kakalaka. North Carolina? North Carolina, yes sir. Let's go Tar Heels. I guess so. Unless you went to Duke, and then you're probably upset that you just said, let's go Tar Heels, because they do not go Let's go Gamecocks. That's South Carolina. Yeah, let's go I think, Clemson. I think it's just let's go Cox. I definitely don't think it's that. Okay. And uh, Clemson would be the Tigers and that's South Carolina. And is it Clemson or Clemson? Clemson. I spelled Clemson. Wake Forest. But Clemson. That's for smart kids, John. Is that in Georgia? Wake Forest? Yeah. It's also in the Carolinas. Are you serious? Yeah. Purdue? Indiana? You want to keep you playing know, this how game? How do you know this shit? Uh, I have a college-age student. And I have another college-bound student. They both live in my house, and I pay for them to do that. Yeah, but do you look at all those other schools like DeVry? What is it? DePaul? I could not tell you where DePaul Chicago, is. Chicago, I think. I think it is in Chicago. Yeah. I don't know any col- I don't know where no colleges are. How about poor Chicago right now choking on the Canadian wildfires? It's that Kush, that yeah. BC bud. Is that what it is? You mm. think someone got really high on some of that, some of that BC hold bud on, hold on, hold on. and like, they started a forest fire? Is Canada, like, burning right now? Yes. Why is it on it's the media? Been, Why isn't it on the news? I don't watch the news, but just. It has been on the news. It's been burning since I was in Philadelphia. What? We choked on that shit yeah, I remember a that, few yeah. weeks back. Now the, 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 the big puff of smoke is sliding yeah. west, and now it's all I remember Chicago. it looked like Armageddon in New York for a day, and then that yes. took over social media. So, so, yeah. so, so what New happened? New York, and then it slid down to Philly. Then it started venturing out uh, west, and then it kind of dissipated. I guess they can't put it out. How did it start? I guess there's not enough water in Canada. Electric, like a like a forest fire. No like idea. A, like a lightning strike or something. Maybe someone flicked a cigarette, but maybe they didn't uh, watch Smokey the Bear Chris as Johnstone a kid. Chris Johnstone and his team probably. No, Chris would never do that. Plus, Chris spends more time out of the country <laughs> than in, in the country. Out, right? uh, no, so. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, that is what's going on. Is um, you have no shout outs to give, so let's just hop right into the episode. I was going to give a shout out. Was to I who? not? To who? Oh yeah. You did, South Carolina, because we're going to be there. But why are we going to be there? Oh, there we go. Damn, why are we going to yeah. be there? I was like, Full God, circle. Dog. How, we're going to North Carolina. We're going to Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. I, Charlotte is on the border, though. Right? So we will pull some South Carolinians as well as some North Carolinians. Okay. Maybe even people will slide up over from Asheville. Who knows? Nice. But, yeah, we're doing a TLOP event. Oh, shit. We're doing a – it's going to be our biggest and best event of ever, the year. Ever yet so but far, to this point. The event that we did at Mortgage Mastermind last year that was epic. in Vegas. Did you know that, that happened? Yeah, that happened almost uh, nine months ago now. So nine – oh, you mean Mortgage like, Mastermind yeah, it happened, happened again, like again. Yeah, oh. it happened while I was going to be in Philly with my family. Mm. So we declined that to participate. Year went by fast. Yeah, no, things that we're going to be participating in, there is a Housing Wire event. In April of next year, like it's already on your calendar, we're mm-hmm. going to be doing that. You and I with Nikki and Mark are going to head up to Philly in October for the annual NBA conference. But no, in August, we August 24th, like write this down, August 24th, Charlotte, North Carolina, Mortgage Masterminds event. I'm going to be speaking. I'm bringing Brett Young from the mm-hmm. TLOP faculty yep. to be speaking. Uh, it's sponsored by our new friends, Rosegate Mortgage. Rosegate does a lot of business with United Wholesale. So United Wholesale wants in on this game. So United Wholesale is going to be coming into into the market. They're going to help sponsor the event, and they're bringing one of their national sales speakers. Yeah, we're going to do it at a brewery. What? 
Yes, big time, John. Holy shit. Big time. There's going to be probably at least a couple hundred RSVPs, and I'd be shocked if 125, 150 loan originators did not show up. And it's going to be free because Rosegate's going to be sponsoring it. UWM's going to be sponsoring it. And I'm pretty confident Rosegate will get like a closing attorney to help co-sponsor. There you go. Yeah, so we're going to be up there. It's going to be a TLOP event, Mortgage Masterminds. Big shit popping. Yep. Um, so we're super excited. We just kind of inked that deal. I even have the owner of Rosegate coming into Orlando so we can podcast with his number one originator. What? Because this, this, this kid is A, a T-lopper, which is cool as shit, right? Mm -hmm. But B, he's a mortgage broker who is doing big things even in today's market. And we haven't had that many mortgage brokers on. We brought in Kayla, right? Kayla yeah. from, from Jacksonville. Hey, she's a beast. She crushes it and she's a mortgage broker. But I want to be able to show some love to the mortgage broker community. And I always like the opportunity to be able to engage and connect with someone who's in the broker world. And they're also doing, you know, big units, high volume. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they're purchase focused realtor referral. Yeah. So, um, yeah, super excited about all that. So there's my shout out. Good job. Yeah. But how about today's episode? What are we going to jump right into? I love the centerpiece, by the way. It's bib. It's, that's not a bib. That's a swim cap. A that is a swim cap. That is my swim cap, not my first one actually, but this is my first Ironman swim cap in October is when I did my, mm -hmm. my 70.3, my half Ironman. Mm -hmm. And, um, I brought in, I had tons of crap sitting around my, uh, my, my house and my wife just brought in a new foster dog. So I was like, ah, I got to kind of like get some of this junk out. And if anyone ever came to my office at 2699 Lee road in winter park, Florida, it is just loaded with trinkets and collectibles and bottles and gifts like this mug I'm drinking out, out of. Shout out again to Zenix. I love my T-Lop mug. But um, yeah, the, the I, I love the centerpiece that you put together for us. You put it, it is, together. It is my cap. Well, I brought, I'm going to give I credit it where credit is due. All right. Well, I like it nonetheless. And what was really cool is this was my first race ever. I was a little bit nervous. I didn't know what I was doing, and I wasn't doing it with anybody. Like mm -hmm. my next race that I'm going to do in Augusta in August, I'm going to do it with like 15 other people that I trained with because I joined a, mm -hmm. a club. Because James Clear, Atomic Habits, taught me if I ever want to get great at something, I should be around other people who also do it. But anyhow, what I really loved is number 222. Did like, you piss yourself? That's a personal question. No, like, don't, at what all, point? don't all marathoners piss themselves? Well, this wasn't a marathon. This was a half Ironman. That's a marathon to most normal people, Dustin. Mm, How many miles did you run? 13.1. A marathon is 26.2. Stop. Okay. It did, took longer did you swim? than a marathon. Did you swim? I swam and I biked. Did you piss in the ocean? No, it's very difficult to urinate while you're also swimming. Really? I bet people have figured out. Now, did I possibly urinate while transitioning between the swim and the mm -hmm. bike? It's just water. Well, and I was dousing myself with clean water. You, you never know, John. You never know. That's a personal question. Let's let's get less personal. Let's jump into today's. Uh, All right. Well, what that, I just brought that up because it was a great segue. Like, because if you got to piss, it might be something holding you back from achieving your uh, personal best time. Wow, that's a reach. I mean, I, I appreciate the segue. You tried to toss it to me. I just made it up. I'm surprised I even connected those dots. Yeah, no, we are going to discuss what's holding you back. Like that's gonna be today's topic. What is holding you back? Open ended question, mm -hmm. philosophical question. Mm -hmm. But you can get granular and detailed with this. This came about on a loan officer coaching call that I was doing last week. And then I brought it to the T-Lot meeting, mm -hmm. right? Because me, John, Nikki, and Mark, we meet every single Monday. Lunace. 
1030 to 1130 mm-hmm. Eastern Standard. And it's the way that we kick off the week, talk about the successes that were the week prior, talk about the action items or accomplishments that we're looking to achieve this year, and just kind of regroup because we all go out and do our own things. You and Mark are working on the website right now. You and I produce content. Nikki's out selling memberships to tloponline.com, which by the way, mortgage professionals, loan officers, MLOs, if you are craving the resources that top producers use, whether they're training videos, whether they are uh, Excel spreadsheets, PDFs, we have those. We have access to those through our memberships. You can also get two live Mm. sales trainings with me every single month Mm -hmm. by becoming a member. And certain members, we can cover your CE for the year. We can offer you discounts to some of the best products that top producing loan officers use. Those discounts when total are over five grand. And I promise you this, the cost of an annual membership is less than what you make on just one closing, Mm. just one. So the value we have to bring you, if it brings you one closing that you otherwise wouldn't have had, it paid for itself. Then you, what if you bought one of the products that our premium members offer? Mm. Then that pays for it. What if you didn't have to pay for your CE? That pays for it. At some point we need to start charging people. This ain't, I mean, we need to start charging them. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah. Yeah, we do, John. Yeah, we do have free memberships if you want to dip your toes in there. But no, it's it's probably the the best kept secret that should not be a secret. Loan officers who want access to the tools and the resources that they need, that the tools and the resources that top producers use and also have access to, you too now have it. Think of it as like branch manager in a box. Mm-hmm. It is called tloponline.com. If you're a home buyer, that website's not good for you. If you're a real estate investor currently, that website's not good for you. If you're a realtor, that website does nothing for you at this point yet. yet. We're in 2023, talk to us in 2024. But right now, if you're a mortgage loan originator, that website needs to be a place that you visit, visit often. You need to check out the membership benefits. You need to talk to Nikki Mm -hmm. and, and discuss how that membership could help you generate more leads, Close more loans, make more money, have a more successful business. Yeah. All right. So on that, today's episode. You could you could say by not being a member of TLOP Online, it's holding you back. It is holding you back. What is holding you back? That may be something that's holding you back. Oh, I don't have access to the proper training. I don't have access to the proper mentorship. I don't have access to all of the scripts or marketing ideas. Yeah. I don't have access to my branch manager. Yes. I don't have a branch manager. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but thank you, John. I love that. That's a great segue. Your first one crashed and burned. This one's really good. Yeah. But no, but I asked this of, of John, of Mark, of Nikki on our meeting. Hey, what is currently holding you back? Mm-hmm. Let's address it. Is it mental? Is it personal? Right? Is it health related? Or is it mindset? Mm-hmm. Like, or is it truly an obstacle in your way that you're not equipped to, to remove? At which point, let's go find the people or person who is equipped to, to remove because many times in life, something is getting in the way. And most of us, we just ignore it altogether. It's like the biggest mistake I find people make. It's like, oh, there's an issue right there. So let me put my head in the sand and let me ignore it. It'll go away by itself. Maybe, maybe probably not. Yeah. I mean, and I've witnessed this, like think about like, if you just opened your eyes, and opened your mind, Mm -hmm. sometimes slowing down and not speaking will allow you to open your eyes and open your ears and bear witness. 
Now, in today's day and age, it's closing your mouth, putting your phone down, and then it's being very observant and taking it all in. And I have a friend of mine who lost a part of his nose to skin cancer. Do you not think he didn't notice the red bump? Or did he not notice the red bump was growing or that the red bump was growing and it was, it was developing other colors? Hmm. He noticed all of that. You know what he did? He thought it'd just go away. If I ignore it, it'll just go away. No. If you ignore it, it'll become more painful, more grotesque. And then when I do address it, Shit. the remedy is a lot more invasive. Mm -hmm. So, and that's a general example of skin cancer on somebody's nose. But think about the skin cancer that's growing in your personal relationships, that's in your professional relationships, or in, in the product or service that you generate, right? The job that you do for, for work, what is it that you're not addressing? What's getting in your way? I had this thought, and this is why I wanted this episode. It, I was talking to a good friend of mine. He's like, man, I'm full of these great ideas, but I just never execute them. Well. And I was like, bro, what's getting in your way? Like literally, what is getting in your way? What is it? Is it fear? Fear of, fear, fear of failure? Fear that the idea isn't as great as you think it is? Is it funding? Right? That could be something that gets in the way. Is it time? That could, be get, that could get in the way. Is it, uh, I don't have spousal buy-in? Right? But I don't know about him. I can speak for me. When my time expires on this earth, the last thing I want to be left with is holding a whole bunch of cards that I could have played and I didn't. Like, I want to go out knowing that, yeah, I thought that'd be a good idea, so I tried it. I thought this would work, so, so I leaned into it. Understanding that I may be wrong as many times as I'm right, but at least, at least I'm just putting it all out there. Mm -hmm. And if I'm going to do something, I only have one speed that's all in. And if I'm going to do something, I'm not going to put a very short timeline on it. I'm going to give myself what I've deemed is substantial, if not substantial plus time to work through that idea and to see it through understanding that my first thought probably wasn't hundred percent accurate. And I was going to have to make tweaks and adjustments along the way. And I was going to have to learn as I grow. But when he and I were hanging out, he's, he's a brilliant guy. One of my smartest friends uh, that, that I have. Mm -hmm. and I don't have that many friends, so maybe the, maybe the sample know. size isn't, isn't that great, but he's a really smart, intelligent person. And he has all these great ideas. And like this wasn't a therapy session, and I've learned I tend to not give advice anymore unless it's asked because I used to be that guy who just gave advice, mm -hmm. thinking everybody wanted to hear it. And they're like, dude, shut up. Your advice sucks or I don't want to hear it from you, mm. or I'm not in the right mental capacity to, to take it on. So then it was a big turnoff. No one wants to hang out with a person who gives unsolicited advice. But in this instance, I didn't. But if I were, that's where my, my question would go. Like he inspired me to bring our conversations into a coaching group because those people do pay. Mm. Those people pay and say, hey, Dio, I'd love to hear from you. I want to be able to pick your brain. I want you to share experiences. I want you to help me script. I want you to help me become less of a mess with my day, with my week, with how I run my business. He's just a buddy of mine that we've been friends since middle school, mm -hmm. but I felt for him because I wanted to say, man, what's holding you back? Like what is getting in your way? His own procrastination, laziness. Is it laziness though? Cause he's not a lazy person. 
Like this, this guy's rose the ranks in his industry. Is he in shape? Hella good, good shape. Really? Yeah. Runs marathons. Oh shit. Yeah, that's a good question, Mark. Yeah. So then it just boils down to like, what is it that's getting in his way? And we all have it. Like we all have something that's getting in in in, in our way. You have something getting in your way right now. Yeah. We don't have a full time. Badass yeah. web development person nah. on the TLOP team. You just yeah, you don't. We don't. Not yet. Yeah, we have resources, mm -hmm. and you can leverage those resources, but it's still you and Mark building out this website. Mm -hmm. So what is it doing? It's taking more time, yep. which causes frustration, mm -hmm. which burns you out. By the way, the frustration is always on my end, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if John gets frustrated. I think deep down he loves web development. Uh, but he's just not willing to tell me to tell me that he loves it. I enjoy it. building it. It's just it, it takes a while. Yes, and I want John working with me on creating more episodes, mm -hmm. meaning three a, mm -hmm. three a week, not two a week. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about it. We have been yet to execute it. Why? Something's getting in our way. way. Yeah, yeah. What's getting in our way? It's the freaking website. <laughs> yeah. But the website is a priority. Mm -hmm. And we've had a discussion where it's like, well, until we either get this project off of your plate. It's holding up everything else. How do we get it off of your plate? Either I need to temper my expectations and give you and Mark a little bit more time, mm -hmm. right? Because it's you, it's Mark, it's VV, a little bit of Cole, a little bit of Dennis, but collectively yeah, it's, it's you a, and Mark. Yeah, it's, a village. it's you it's and a Mark. Village it is. This fucking website. Yes, <laughs> but I wanted this thing done. Here we are in July. I yeah. literally wanted it done by the end of May. Yeah, but it's so funny. But when you talk to guys like Brian View or Justin, they're all the same. Oh, the website. Yeah. That's... It's a left man. Yeah, you think yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it's just being able. Don't it gets in your way, but you can't let it stop you. Can't let it like obstruct you and stop you or trash. Got to find a way to work with it, maneuver around it, etc. And the one thing that makes me happy is we do have a solution. Yeah. Right. We did discuss. Hey, what's getting in your way? I was talking to to, to Nikki about her job. She's our VP of Sales, Events, and Client Engagement. Hey, Nikki, what's getting in your way of selling Premium Plus memberships on TLOPOnline.com? Like, what is it? And for her, it's the messaging. Hey, Dustin, people don't fully understand mm. that this website exists. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. If you've noticed on this episode and probably <laughs> the, the, the last five, yeah, past yeah. two or three, yeah. I've intentionally tried to speak about it to get it out there in the universe. We had that call with Chris Johnstone. Chris and his team from our marketing and advertising standpoint, they're gonna start targeting the audience appropriately because we noticed people just don't know it exists. That's what's getting in her way. Mm -hmm. What she didn't do is put her head in the sand. What she didn't do is hope things get better. If she were to hope things would get better, she would find herself broken out of a job uh, because yeah, yeah. we'd be shutting down tloponline.com. <laughs> yeah. Right now, you and I still make podcasts because podcasting is fun. Mm -hmm. And podcasting is a great way for us to become as Brian View says, finfluencers. Finfluencers. Yes. It look any any company that 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 we represent, we probably represent them in a positive light, so it brings good PR. Mm -hmm. Like, and it doesn't take you and I that much time podcasting. What takes us a lot of time? Coaching loan officers, creating content that is geared towards ed, uh, educating mortgage loan originators. You know, building out the website for me, hosting all of the calls that I host, where I can add value. To the future of the mortgage mm -hmm. industry, I can coach and teach. Um, like get, that takes time. What gets in your way? Because I don't even think like what gets in your way besides the eighteen businesses and angel investments and having kids go to college and a wife and a car <laughs> payment and a mortgage and a triathlon to train for. What gets in your way, Dustin? 
What gets in my way is I, probably the same exact thing that gets in everyone else's yourself. way. Yourself. Myself. Yeah, it's um, self-doubt. It's imposter syndrome. It's um, What's imposter syndrome? So imposter, imposter syndrome is when someone feels like they're not worthy or they're not good enough. Mm. And it's, it's debilitating for many. Like I'm able to, I think, look past it. And I joke about this, but there's, it has some truth behind it. I was just dumb enough. That when my parents told me I could do anything I wanted to, you I believed believe them. dummy. Yeah. Yeah. So that motivates me still today at 44, almost 45 years of age. I still believe, why not me? Hmm. That's my mentality. Why not me? If so-and-so can achieve that level of success, why not me? If so-and-so can influence that many millions of people, hmm. why not us? But if I'm ever having a bad day, like, yes, what is getting in my way is a lot of times what's up in my head. Uh, what is also getting in my way is there are times that I overbook myself. And when I overbook myself, I'm not at my best. When I'm overbooked, mm -hmm. I tend to get curt. I tend to get short. Mm -hmm. um, and I get frustrated. And I show my frustration through anger, mm -hmm. which is never good. Nobody wants to get on the phone with someone who's, who's in an angry mood. No, you want someone who's either calm or you want somebody who is friendly. And um, that could, could get in my mm -hmm. way. I could joke with you. Well, what gets in my way? Well, if I didn't have a wife and kids... I could get more done. I, you think I'm joking for most people as a married man with no kids. What gets in most people's way is their family. Listen, I know you love your kids and shit, but them shits take a lot of time. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a, a good perspective to have. I had um, uh, a good friend of ours. Uh, she listens to the show and we we're doing some impromptu kind of one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, and, and she has a predicament that I don't have. Right. She's like, hey. How am I a top How can I be a top producer, a good mom, and a great wife, all at the same time? Well, you got to let one of those fall by the wayside. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do I hold my shit together? And then she even said, like, "Hey, we have some of the same friends, and and she knows who my friends are. She tunes in the show, and some of my friends have been featured on the show. So, how does this mother wife badass business business professional mm. do it? And how about this one? And um, I didn't know the answer." But I went and researched it. And the one thing that each of them has that she doesn't have is help. Meaning the two people that we referenced, I'm leaving names out of this purposefully. Their husbands are stay at home husbands. Their husbands run the household. Mm -hmm. They take care of getting kids to and from school, to and from practice. They take care of getting the groceries. They get, they take care of doing the, the menu mm. doesn't mean that they don't participate. I mean, I participate in, in my household, mm -hmm. right? I went home yesterday and I grilled mm -hmm. dinner and we sit down as a family and we clean up together. But at the same time, my, I'm very fortunate that I've had a wife who chose to run the household. She's like, I want to be CEO of the household and mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of this. She put her career on the back burner, right? She went to college. She didn't go to college to party and have fun. She went to college to get a degree mm -hmm. because she wanted to have a career. When we started a family and I opened my first business, at that point, she's like, you know what? I think I want to do this. Let's see how that, how that goes. And she's gone all in. But to my friend who reached out to me, who's like, how do I do all three? And then she said, well, how do these other people do it all? They have help, mm. right? They have help. So yes, jokingly, John, to answer your question, like what gets in my way? And they don't get in my way because I love my wife. And I adore my children. And these are two, three decisions, right? Two children, one wife. So three decisions I consciously made 
21 years ago, actually probably 22 if you include the engagement, 19 years ago and 16 years ago, right? Those are still commitments that I have. Those are still people, human beings that I adore and they mean more to me than any business. Mm -hmm. They mean more to me than, than any person that I could help shape, influence, or point in the right direction. So what gets in my way is sometimes doing too much. Good question for you. If I'm a new loan originator, what do you find gets in their way the most? Then I'm gonna follow it up with like, if I'm a seasoned loan originator. Okay, cool. I love the questions by the way. I like this. This is fun. Yeah. This is fun. Uh, flipping the script a little bit. What gets in the way of, and I wouldn't even say loan originator. Yes, new, LOs, yeah. but anyone who's new at business mm -hmm. or anyone who has a business that's struggling, mm. right? Cause there's people who have had their own business for five, seven, or even 15 years, but it struggles. They're still living paycheck to paycheck. Their business may be in debt. That's why we have shows like Bar Rescue and mm -hmm. The Profit. Mm -hmm. By the way, great show, The Profit, if, if it's still on. You should go check it out. Um, what gets in the way usually is people's inaction, doing nothing. Like we talk about this all the time on this show. The perfection is the enemy of done. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just got to get shit done and then figure it out from there. You just got to go out and do and instead, it's that uh, paralysis by analysis, not knowing where to start so they do nothing. How about you do something and then with enough case study, mm -hmm. you can go back, like our last show, mid-year review. You do your mid-year <laughs> review or your six-month look back, your 90-day look back, you figure out, hey, what's working, what's not working. So the first would be inaction. The second was they don't know their data. Like, they don't know their numbers. I'm like, how can you run a business and not know your numbers? How many calls do you have to make to, to schedule this many appointments? How many appointments lead to this many referral sources? Hmm. These referral sources will refer you how many leads. When you receive the lead, what's your conversion ratio? What's your average loan amount? What's your commission? What's your dollar amount of revenue coming back whoa, into whoa, you? Whoa, whoa. Like these are all things. Yeah. I'm doing it for a loan officer. I can do it for a realtor, a financial mm -hmm. advisor. I can do it for someone who owns their own pest control company. It's the same thing. Like how many ways do you, can you make money? Those are silos of revenue. And then which silo brings in the most revenue, but then which silo brings in the most net revenue? Because silo A may bring in 400 grand of revenue, but you only make 40 grand a year in net profit. Silo B may bring in $70,000 of revenue, but you bring in $65,000 in net from it. So I was like, cool, how do you do more mm -hmm. of the thing that brings you the most net revenue? And then how do you offload task to where other people handle what brings in the least amount of net revenue, or how do you just, just, just do less of it, right? Some people have a product or service that they sell the hell out of, but it makes them no money. And they have products they make a ton of money on, but they don't sell enough of those products. Mm. Okay, start selling more of the product that makes you the most money. Mm -hmm. But you may say, what's getting in my way is you don't know how to. Cool, go solve for that. Go solve for how do you get more people to buy the product that makes you the most money? How do you feature that? How do you talk about that? How do you spotlight that? Mm -hmm. So a mortgage loan originator who is newer to their career or they haven't quite figured out how to consistently fund four or five, six loans a month, and they're nowhere near being able to fund 100 units mm -hmm. per year. I think it starts with inaction, then it boils down to not knowing their numbers. But a common mistake is they may have action, but action on the wrong things. I've been all day, I've been working on this Excel spreadsheet all day to get my CRM ready. So when I have my CRM ready, I'll be ready to hit those open houses and start getting leads. Correct. Yes. It's like when we travel up to Charlotte and, and, and we speak and I'm gonna teach people how to network. Like literally I'm gonna teach them something like 
how to properly do open houses. I'm going to talk about happy hours. I'm going to talk about lunch and learns. I'm going to talk about traditional networking. I'm going to talk about online networking um, and then cold calling. And it's less about knowing what to do because we all know what to do. It all boils down to, well, why and how? Why do you need to do this and how do you actually do it? When I teach someone from my successes how to host a successful lunch and learn, the very first thing I tell them to do is pick a partner, pick a date, pick a location, and then pick a topic. I did not say pick a topic first. Mm -hmm. Pick a topic after you've done all of those things, and then you fill the room. So many people, I don't know who to invite, and I don't know what I'm going to teach. Who cares? Pick the topic and then give yourself enough time to learn the topic good enough to give a 45-minute presentation on it. That is all you need to do. So that's a small example, but on a larger example, yeah, people just like, they, they, they spin their wheels doing all the wrong things. They've been really busy doing the wrong things. Wrong things to me is I need to... I just need to learn this program or project before I go sell it. No, you don't. You need to know the talking points, the hot spots. And when someone asks you a question, you say, well, you know what? It depends. It depends on the person's situation. These are the hot spots. This is how it could benefit you. Once I have all of your information, then I'll be able to really do a deep dive with whether or not this product benefits you, your client, your buyer, et cetera. What am I really saying? I really don't know. I'm still learning as well. The good news is I have a great team at the office or I have phenomenal resources at my disposal. This is why I think this may work for you. Let me take your information down, do a bunch of research and get back to you. But you spending four, six, 10 hours learning a program or a product that you may never sell, so waste of your time. Mm -hmm. Learn it enough to sell it, 30 minutes or less. People love spending time doing busy like remedial tasks all day that get nothing done. So they could look back and be like, I was busy all day, but I ain't do shit. Oh God, they spend hours on that one story. Uh, one. That one story they're gonna post to Instagram. Like how many followers do you have? Like 1,200, awesome. How many of those 1,200 are gonna see your story? Seven. No, let's just say 70. Yeah. Like 70 people of your 1,200 are gonna see the story. Of those people who are gonna see your story, how many are in a position in their life where that story makes sense to them or resonates mm. with them? And you spent how many hours? Do your stories. That shit needs to take like less than five minutes. Less than five, it shouldn't take five hours. Oh, well, I had to get on Canva and then I couldn't figure out the graphics and I wanted to find the right music and no, no, we gotta do, we gotta get done, we gotta move on. And I think that's where things get in the way. Like you're asking, well, what gets in the way? That's what gets in the way. You wanna talk about uh, uh, top producers? What gets in their way? Yeah, being a damn top producer. Mm -hmm. What gets in their way consistently is just being a whole lot of a mess. Really? Yeah, it's not being systematized, not being organized. Sometimes it's because they have built a team, but they built a team with nothing but themselves. Mm. So phenomenal, you have four people on the team that all have the same personality profile. You don't want that. When you're team building in anything, like I think of baseball. When I'm, when, when I'm building a baseball team, I don't want a six foot five, 250 pound, left-handed second baseman. No, that's my first baseman. That's my DH. That may even be my pitcher, right? Because that's the characteristics that I'm looking for. My second baseman may be only five foot eight, super quick and phenomenal hands. It doesn't need a great arm. That's why they play second. Okay, that's a baseball analogy. We could go basketball, we could go football. I probably can't talk hockey, 
but hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down. So when you're at that top producer level and you're saying, well, what's getting in the way? Well, what are we trying to solve for? Is it their work-life balance sucks? Okay, that, that is something that, yes, what's getting in your way of work-life balance? I think first, just because I'm on this topic, what's getting in people's way is thinking that there is such a thing as, as a true work-life balance. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think there's anything true in our world. I think you're always in balance or you're always balancing, right? So you may be doing too much work, not enough life, too much life, not enough work. You're constantly in flux. But um, for someone who says, hey, I'm a top producer, but these things are getting in my way, what are these things? I'm working too many hours, I'm not seeing my family, I'm working on vacation, I'm not taking vacation. Mm. Okay, let's talk about that. You need to build a team. You need to have better systems, better processes. Well, I don't know how to do that. Okay, well, let's, you got the money because you're a top producer. Mm -hmm. You can solve your problem by paying someone to share with you their systems and processes and then paying someone to come work on your team and then empower them to deploy said systems and processes. There you go. Right, like that, those are the things that, that people need to do, but where they make a mistake is they hire a bunch of themselves. Well, if you're disorganized, but you're a high achiever and you're super friendly, and you go out and hire three other high achieving, super friendly, yeah. driven, disorganized people, yeah. you just got a bunch of yous. That's not gonna help you one bit if what you're aiming for is consistency, you're trying to prevent burnout, you want to be more in balance with work life. All right, Dio, so let's wrap it up on this. So I've been able to identify what's getting in my way. How do I fix it? Just fix it? One step at a time. Sit down and put together a game plan. Like, still today in 2023, put your thoughts to paper. And paper may be the note section of your iPhone. I don't know. I kind of like writing, though. I'm a I like physical media. Actually, writing it down is a little bit different. You remember it better than typing it, in my opinion. I spent an hour yesterday rewriting lists to-do list, uh, pipelines, not that it's not on an Excel spreadsheet, not that it's not also in a, mm -hmm. in a uh, CRM, because all that data is there, but for that same reason. Mm -hmm. It just made me understand it, made me accept it, made me less anxious because I felt, mm -hmm. hey, I got control over this. So yes, you wanna sit down to answer your question, John, and write it out. Write it out and try to organize your thoughts. Hey, th this is what needs to happen. Okay, who's gonna do it? What is the time frame realistically for it to get done? Do I outsource it or do I do, I do it myself? Um, what's it going to cost? But you just have to put together a game plan and recognize that your game plan is your game plan for today. It might not be the game plan that you end up following. It's what gets you started. It's what makes the most sense today. As you gain experience, you'll gain data. If you gain that data, you'll put that data to use. And that when you put the data to use, that is what is going to possibly change, shift, or amend your game plan. Our last episode on the mid-year review was just that. We thought we knew what was going to happen in January. Then we experienced January through June, received a shit ton of data. Mm -hmm. Now we have to make some changes and some amendments to how we think the rest of the year is going to go or the next 12 months is going to go with this new data. It works the same exact way when you're trying to solve for what's getting in your way. There you go. Hey, guys, he's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. You just recently tuned in to an episode of the Loan Officer Podcast. Please, if this is your first time tuning in, go ahead and subscribe. Give yep. us a five-star review. Share us. And check us out on all of our social handles. If you want to connect with me, I'm really easy to connect with on LinkedIn. First name, Dustin. Last name, Owen. And if you are a mortgage sales professional i.e. loan officer, loan originator, MLO, 
and you are craving access to the best resources, the top resources that top producers have access to, top producers use, top producers already know this information. You gotta go to tloponline.com. You need to become a member. It's your career, it's your livelihood. Take yourself serious, take your career serious, make the investment. That's all the time we have for you today. We look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace.